Greetings, friends. Welcome back to the broadcast. I'm Sean, your host, and the website is www.scriptureandprophecy.com. That's where you go to find the archives, and that's where you go to support this mission of truth. Well, today we are going to resume our study in the Gospel according to Mark. We're ready for chapter 11, which is only 33 verses, so this will be a shorter podcast this morning. Uh, but I pray that even though it's short, that you'll be blessed nonetheless. Uh, just to give you a little idea of what we're getting into today with this uh, chapter, uh, we kind of have that moment where Jesus is kind of presented as king, right? He comes in on a cult uh, and that whole situation. We have him cursing the fig tree. Uh, we have him purifying the temple. That is driving out the money changers. And so that's kind of what is on uh, the agenda for this morning. Now I have limited time today, so without further delay, let's just dig right in and see what the Word of God has to say for us this morning. Let's begin. The Gospel according to Mark, chapter 11, verse 1. And when they came nigh to Jerusalem, and the Bethphage, and Bethany, at the Mount of Olives, he sendeth forth two of his disciples, and saith unto them, Go your way into the village, over against you. And as soon as you be entered into it, you shall find a colt tied, whereon never man sat, loose him, and bring him. And if any man say unto you, Why do you this? Say ye that the Lord hath need of him, and straightway he will send him hither. And they went their way, and they found the colt tied by the door without in a place where two ways met, and they loose him. And a certain of them that stood there saith unto them, Why do ye loosing the colt? And they said unto them, Even as Jesus had commanded, and they let them go. And they brought the colt to Jesus, and cast their garments on him, and he sat upon him. And many spread their garments in the way, and others cut down branches off the trees, and strawed them in the way. And they went before, and they that followed cried, saying, Hosanna! Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord! Blessed be the kingdom of our father David, that cometh in the name of the Lord! Hosanna in the highest! And Jesus entered into Jerusalem and into the temple, and when he had looked round about upon all things, and now the eventide was come, he went out unto Bethany with the twelve. Please note, let's take a minute here. So he's riding in on the colt. The people are acknowledging him as the king, right? The Messiah. They're saying, blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Now, Let's think about uh, where that comes from for a second. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. And then I want to look over uh, this story just a minute uh, in the book of Matthew. So if we go to Psalm 118, verse 26, here's what it says. Blessed be he that cometh in the name of the Lord. We have blessed you out of the house of the Lord. Of course, in Hebrew, it's going to be blessed if blessed be he that cometh in the name of Yehovah or Yehovah. 
Interesting enough, when we go to the book of Matthew, we have, if we go to chapter 23, we have the seven woes to the scribes and Pharisees. Uh, Jesus kind of, you know, giving it to them, um, calling them hypocrites, all that stuff. And then Jesus, when you get down to verse 37, he starts to lament over Jerusalem. And he says, O Jerusalem, Jerusalem, thou that killest the prophets and stonest them which are sent unto thee, how often I would have gathered thy children together, even as a hen gather her chickens under her wings, and you would not. Now before I move forward, let's go to Isaiah chapter 40 real quick. It's kind of a connecting verse. Isaiah is saying, O Zion, that bringest good tidings, get thee up into the high mountain. O Jerusalem, that bringest good tidings, lift up thy voice with strength. Lift it up, be not afraid, say unto the cities of Judah, Behold your God. Behold, the Lord God will come with a strong hand, and his arm shall rule for them. Behold, his reward is with him, and his work before him. He shall feed his flock like a shepherd. He shall gather the lambs with his arms, and carry them in his bosom, and shall gently lead those that are with young. And so Jesus is saying to Jerusalem, Ah, if you just would have, right? He says, How often would I have gathered thy children, even as a hen gathered her chickens under her wings, and you would not. Behold, your house is left desolate. You see, Jesus knows that severe judgment's coming to Jerusalem after he departs. He knows that it's going to be overthrown, destroyed, the temple tore down, desecrated, a great massacre. Like he knows all that's coming. He's weeping over Jerusalem. And then he says this interesting statement, verse twenty, or chapter twenty-three, verse thirty-nine. For I say unto you. Ye shall not see me henceforth, till ye say, Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. So Jesus is saying, you're not going to see me again until, you're, until that's what's on your lips. One of the things I pray often in the morning is a Hebrew phrase, and it's Baruch Haba Bashem, Yehovah Yeshua HaMashiach, which means... Blessed is he who comes in the name of Jehovah, Yeshua, Jesus, the Messiah. And I pray that almost every morning in Hebrew. And the reason I pray it is because Jesus said, I'm not going to, you're not going to see me again until you say, Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. And so before he gets to this lamenting stage, as we're reading in the book of Mark, um, the people are actually saying that they're saying they're calling him Hosanna. They're saying, "Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord." Um, yeah, verse eight. He says, "And many spread their garments in the way, and others cut down branches and trees and strawed them in the way. And they went before, and they that followed cried, saying, Hosanna! Blessed is he that cometh in the name of the Lord. Blessed be the kingdom of our father David that cometh in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest.'" So Jesus is telling Jerusalem, you're not going to see me again until that's what's on your lips, until you, until you re-acknowledge me basically as king. Just interesting, interesting. So that's something I pray. Obviously, you don't have to pray it in Hebrew, uh, but that's something I, I try to include in my prayers as often as possible. 
because I want him to come, right? Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Baruch Hababa Shem Yavah Yeshua HaMashiach. All right, let's finish this chapter. Verse 12. And on the morrow, when they were come from Bethany, he was hungry. And seeing a fig tree afar off having leaves, he came, if happily he might find anything thereon. And when he came to it, he found nothing but leaves, for the time of figs was not yet. And Jesus answered and said unto it, No man eat fruit of thee hereafter forever. And the disciples heard it. And they came to Jerusalem, and Jesus went into the temple, and he began to cast out them that sold and bought in the temple, and overthrew the tables of the money changers, and the seats of them that sold doves, and would not suffer that any man should carry any vessel through the temple. And he taught, saying to them, Is it not written, My house shall be called of all nations the house of prayer? But you have made it a den of thieves." And the scribes and the chief priests heard it, and they sought how they might destroy him, for they feared him, because all the people was astonished at his doctrine. And when even was come, he went out of the city. And in the morning, as they passed by, they saw the fig tree dried up from the roots. And Peter, calling to remembrance, saith unto him, Master, behold, the fig tree that thou hast cursed is withered away. And Jesus, answering, saith unto them, Have faith in God. For verily I say unto you, that whosoever shall say to this mountain, Be thou removed, and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he has saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. Therefore I say unto you, what things soever you desire, when you pray, believe that you have received them, and ye shall have them. And when they stand praying, forgive, if ye have ought against any, that your Father also which is in heaven may forgive you your trespasses. But if ye do not forgive, neither will your Father which is in heaven forgive you your trespasses. And they came again to Jerusalem. And as he was walking in the temple, there came to him the chief priests and the scribes and the elders, and say unto him, By what authority doest thou these things? And who gave thee this authority to do these things? And Jesus answered, and he said unto them, I will also ask you of one question. And answer me, and I will tell you by what authority I do these things. The baptism of John, was it from heaven? Or of men? Answer me. And they reasoned within themselves, saying, If we shall say from heaven, then he will say, Well, why did you not believe him? But if we shall say of men, then he, they, they feared the people, for all men counted John that he was a prophet indeed. And they answered and said unto Jesus, We cannot tell. And Jesus answering saith unto them, Neither do I tell you by what authority I do these things. And that, my friends, is Mark chapter 11. Again, a short podcast this morning, but I just felt like getting something out. Uh, for all of you, and uh, we are still working through the Gospel of Mark, and I just hope you've been blessed, and maybe you can start to think about that prayer a little bit, and, and start to look for the return of Messiah. The whole world needs to cry this out, right? Blessed is he who cometh in the name of the Lord. Ble you know, blessed are those who delight in his appearing, 
seems like there's very few that will do that. Most of the world is going to mourn his appearing, as we read in Revelation chapter 6. But we need to be a people who are expecting it and delighting in it and hoping for it. And also, we need to be a people of faith. You know, Jesus curses the fig tree. It withers away. The disciples are like, I can't believe the tree actually even obeyed, like just obeyed you. And Jesus' response was, that was, was have faith in God. I mean, you could, he's saying, if you really truly believe and there's no doubt in your heart, you could tell that mountain to be thrown into the sea and it would obey you. I don't know about you, but sometimes I pray and I believe and I believe and I believe, but there is that little piece of doubt in my heart. We need to become a people who pray, believe without a doubt because of our great faith. We could start to do some serious changes in the world if we had that kind of faith. I kind of feel like uh, the man who comes who needs healing for his child and Jesus tells him if he would believe, it would be done for him. And he says, I believe. Help my unbelief. Well, that is the podcast for this morning. I pray that you've been blessed in the powerful name of Jesus. Peace and grace be with all of you. And until next time, God bless.